Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. It is a beautiful, well, beautiful rainy day, but it's not cold. Here in the heart of God's country, it is a Monday, the 12th day of February in the year of our Lord, 2024. I am here. The ladies are here. That was a big sigh. How are y'all? Yeah, what was it? (sighs) Well, I'm coordinating getting an Apple Watch to Auburn. Oh. And so I'm not really focused on the show just yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm happy to be here. Y'all don't live that far from Auburn. Why don't you just write it down? Well, no, Jared's Jared's going to Auburn at lunch today, so I'm trying to get... Him to carry it. Jeb that's at home to take the watch to Jared so he can take the watch to Jennings. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, she's running the Seaside Jenny? Half Marathon this weekend. Oh, good 13 for her. miles? Yes. Oh. Uh, it's really... 13.1. Yeah, 13.1. If you want to be yeah. specific about I had it. to think about what the point was. <laughs> but yeah, she's not a runner at all, and she's been training for weeks, and so... Really? Yeah. yeah. But I guess it's not so I've heard important. it's really fun. Hopefully they have good weather. It was pretty flat, I'm sure. Yeah, and beautiful. Yeah. I'm really Sunny. actually happy to be here. It was a interesting weekend. We had uh, we went to the Alabama GOP dinner. That was the whole thing. So many thoughts, and I'm not sure I can say them all on air. I know. <clears throat> should, I, should I wish that I had gone? You only should wish you would have gone <laughs> only for the side eye and the top secret, boy, I wish I could text you right now kind of situation. Really? Yeah. And I mean, um, I put out the word that anything that we've done to infuriate anybody is mostly y'all's fault. It is. And you know and what? apparently it was. It, I, <laughs> you know, received some delightful glares. That was fun. I missed but, them all. I don't know if... If they were directed just purposely just to Amy Beth. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm the one that there. said the thing I said. So I, I'm spicy today. Right. I um, own it. Um, because I was explaining to somebody that it also had to do with some trading that happened. Remember the whole... Like insider trading mm-hmm. stuff? Do you just remember the whole People thing we talked really about? Well really well in the stock market. Oh, right. I forgot about and that. Combined okay. with visits to look really good. And I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. But today I am full of spice and mm-hmm. I have no room in my life for that. So we received some glares. Okay. I own that. Okay. And Allison was oblivious because she was like... No, we were in line and then we decided to get out of line. And then we're like... We're just having fun being together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the funniest part, let's just go back. Because we've got the Republican Party winter dinner. Yes, the winter with dinner. With Kellyanne Conway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going on at the Sheraton. Okay. Right across. <laughs> you've got Comic-Con going on. Really? Let me say that one more time. How did you? Comic-Con. How did you tell the difference in the two crowds? I mean, Barely. I saw my first furry. Really? And but that's I mean, probably look. I'm gonna do you have the pictures on your phone still. I took yes, I took I took uh, pictures. Uh, uh, it was it was the most bizarre. Yeah, but I'm okay with it at Comic Con. If you're dressed up like, like Scott, a like a no, space no, no, invader, no, 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 you don't understand. No, no. They were doing weird things after they went uh, to the convention. I'm sure. So they weren't just dressed up. I mean, they weren't just because no, okay, part of it dress up. We, we were so we had coffee with Will before the event, okay. and so we're sitting in our favorite little coffee place. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I see Will and Chris's face, and I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> what's going oh, on?" Oh dear! Like, and they talk loud. Mm-hmm. Will can take it down a thousand. Chris just. <laughs> 
just, has one yeah. volume. Okay. And, and I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And so then they start talking because okay. they're flooding the coffee shop. I don't realize, like Allison says, they're going to be amongst us. And yeah. so then they discuss their age and their body composition and what they're wearing and all the things, but just sciencey boys. And then we all get together and then our husbands are together and they're walking <laughs> with some of the people going to Comic-Con. Did you hear what the guy said? Okay, so Jared and Chris are walking in front of Amy Beth and myself. Okay. And one of the guys that was not with the GOP, he okay. was with the okay. CON. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're interchangeable. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um <laughs> Walks up, like literally Jared and Chris are just walking down the hall. This guy comes up and shoves himself right in the middle of them. For real. Really? Yes. And What's I wearing? thought it was funny. He actually was in just like, it kind was of kind of a weird normal, comic it, booky hoodie. Yeah, it was like it had little comic book characters all over it or something. Oh, okay. No, so. no devil horns or anything. But oh. he walks up in between them and I thought it was kind of funny. So I took a picture. And but turns out the guy went up and started bashing Republicans, like went off about climate change. Yeah, to Jared. And I'm like, why would you mess with the seven foot guy and the guy that was a state championship wrestler? Like you're just an idiot. Right. right. So Jared was like, I had to just go right. And I left Chris with him because I was about to lose my mind. Anyway, these people got some gumption. They really do have some gumption. And the good thing for Chris is if you're at a certain height, he can't hear you. So he just, you know, he just looks at people. And, you know, Jared and Chris have looks. They can cast some side eye like I've never seen, both of them. And so it was fantastic. But to see them with these Comic-Con guys and girls, and then they're walking toward us and girls in strongman suits with big mustaches. Oh, they had like the handlebar mustaches dressed in like hot pants. Yeah, girls, but it was weird, and you just got this, wow, they live in their parents' basement. They probably are baristas during the day, (laughs) and I'm not sure what their life goals are, but it was to at least make it to this conference and dress up. It was unbelievable. I've, I've never... Unbelievable. But Allison snapped some pics. I'll show you, Junior. Show me some. funny. Yeah. It's hysterical. Did you? Okay, so, so what? So it's more than just dressing up like Darth Vader, huh? Scott. Like, oh, or, I did see. Or like a, uh, what's the other one? Stormtroopers. Storm yes, yeah. more than that. I it's saw like Obi-Wan. Okay. But then you get into like the weird anime characters, which I have. Collins loves anime. Okay. Because she's Asian, I think. <laughs> but <laughs> is that. Yes, that that's probably bad. I, yes. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, it's I just, it's weird. Anyway, okay, so, so she loves anime, and I think Does it's she run with her arms backwards? <laughs> 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 they do that on the little cartoons. They do. They and do. It all sounds like Speed Racer. Go Speed Racer. Go. Okay, anyway, I don't even know where I was going. Oh, but um, they were dressed up dressed like, like anime, anime and furries. Like, they had the big... Suits like the heads that go on legit that look like wolves and like cats. This guy? And, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I mean, I it may made you feel a little creepy crawly on the inside. Mm. But then you put them with like all these elected officials that think they're super important. 
And everybody's like mingling in the lobby. And yeah. It just That's was funny. awesome. It, yeah. it was, it couldn't have been more, I, I don't even know. It was hilarious. It was funny, but what did so you think? So everybody of- there was pretending to be something they're not. Yes, except for me and Allison and her husband. <laughs> there you go. I'm solidly conservative. Even so though you're I'm going gonna, to Comic-Con. I'm, yeah. I'm glad-handing with all the gambling that we're going to get to today, and I'm uh, going to make money off of it, but I want you to think I'm spectacular. <laughs> I, I pictured I'm them going, hey, hey, secretly, I'm for the litter boxes in the bathroom. <laughs> yes. You know, like, yes. yeah, I got your back. I can't say it publicly. I got you. They probably were doing those devil signs like that one little rapper was doing at the Super Bowl. Oh. Did y'all see that? That made me feel real sick when Scott showed that to me, by the way. Uh, Speaking of anime. Did you not see it? Keep going. Are we, going, are we switching over no, to the No, I, don't I just want to switch. switch. I, I, you don't want to switch yet? The GOP dinner was something, and I'm glad I went. How was the speaker? Um, Kellyanne Conway? Everything I thought okay. it was going to be. I gleaned a couple of things that she said really well. I thought pro-life-wise, there were two takeaways that I enjoyed mm-hmm. because I feel like there were arguments that she made. And one was, when it comes to being pro-life, don't be an ostrich, be a peacock. Be proud and be pro-life. Okay. But also, get the pro-choicers and those who believe in the extremes of abortion to defend their position. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's really, that's really good. Um, because she talked about giving anesthesia to 15-weekers having in utero surgery. They can feel pain. And relating that to talking to those on the other side. And so those were the things that I was like, all right, I can take, I can take that home with me. Okay. Other than that, I was like, well, desserts aren't really that good. Yeah, I thought she was terrible. Really? She I was- just am not a fan of hers in general. She, I find her kind of grating and annoying. And... And some of the things she said, and I don't know. I feel badly saying that because I feel like I'm supposed to support her because she she says some good things and she's. I like that she doesn't really mince her words mm-hmm. and she'll just say it. But it seemed like she and she talked forever. We even left early, way too long. It's like she, she wanted went on to for hear another twenty talk, another twenty minutes, Allison. Okay, that's ridiculous. And there really wasn't much substance. It was just regurgitating. Like she was just a surrogate for Trump, which I guess right. is what she does now. But I just was not. Usually, I enjoy those dinners, and maybe you've I'm been to so enough gl- of them now. You're like mm-hmm. so glad I went because it's always good to see people and make connections mm-hmm. and do all that. But as far as her, I just was not a fan. And it's interesting. We have a friend of mine that's calling in at 926 to talk about some issues going on um, with gambling and kind of what's going on. But during the speech, she mentioned that she was in Alabama on Monday and Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Remember that? We know why. Okay. And we know why. And we're going to talk about that. And that really. It was very. Chris did not know. And I explained it to him. And he was like, oh, oh, dear. How did you find out? I was standing right by you. Or no, was, uh, well, I'm not going to say who I okay, was standing okay. with. So we were standing together. And they said why you she was there. You may have been talking to somebody else when yeah. we are, our dudes, and I lump Brian in that group, yeah. were discussing. Oh. So I... See, I didn't find out until after the event why she was there, and I thought that was weird. The other thing that happened, Scott, mm-hmm. you're going to tell me what this was? Yeah, we're going to tell you. Yeah, on oh, the yeah, air, off the air. No, off, off the air. Well, off. no, I'll and tell you we'll come on back the on the air. Yeah, but... It's a teaser because it goes in with the interview that we have coming up. But what's 
what's her name? Givens, Givens, Givens from Baldwin County Republican yeah, yes. that passed the baby box. Yes. Yes. Um, bill, which was a great bill. Okay. Okay, and so John Wall was giving out awards to these legislators that did conservative things, mm-hmm. and he gave one to her. She takes her award. Okay, for, and Kay Ivey was there, which okay. was crazy, because I haven't seen her out in forever. Well, she gets her award, and then she asks John if she can say something from the microphone. And so she goes up, and she looks at the governor and says, Governor Ivey, I just want to thank you, because... You are responsible for this bill. She said, I came to you and you gave me your blessing mm. to 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 yes. file and lobby yes. this bill. And so this is for you. And I'm like, when what? in the hell county do we ever have to ask the governor? Like the legislature is supposed to be legislature is supposed to be a separate entity. Yes, it you don't is. go to the governor and ask for her blessing. Like, and that was my biggest takeaway. They've I'm like, we are so... I'm telling you, years ago, when, when, when Republicans took over, and it was a, it was a tidal wave mm-hmm. change, mm-hmm. and the Republican leadership started centralizing power around themselves, the legislature lost a sense of who it was, mm-hmm. who it is, who it... And, and, and what she is saying seems to be the dynamic now. You have to ask for blessings or what did the governor say? What did this say? What did the leadership say? Oh, can I do this? May I please? Can I say this? I can't do this. You're going to kick me off a committee. It is a weird thing. They centralized power. And that was a terrible thing to do. Yep. But Republicans are people, too. And, and, and they couldn't take the power, and, I, and they don't understand what it used to be like. And I did not know how bad it was until I ran for office, and I was told I had to go kiss the ring mm-hmm. to get their it blessing. Was, yeah. It didn't used to be that way. But there was one other thing that was said at the dinner, and I want to bring this up to both of y'all, because I know you heard this, too, and I forgot until you All just right, said you what you said. better save it. we got to take a break. Okay. It was early in the... Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We appreciate you listening to the show. We've got a special guest coming up now, Tyler Thrasher, who is, uh, let's see, Allison, a regular citizen, regular guy who decided to get involved. And he's so regular that his wife is the one that has taken me through about six different hair colors over the past 15 years. <laughs> and that's actually how we met. Um, through his sweet wife, does great hair if y'all need any recommendations. Mm-hmm. But he, I, I asked him to come on because he's learned a lot over these past few years. He literally is just a regular guy that loves his community, loves his kids, loves Alabama. And after, just like most of us during the pandemic and the election fraud in 2020 got involved, and lately he has been taking up arms and trying to educate people about the gambling bill that is very seriously coming down the pipeline in Alabama. Like, you know this has been and I heard planned. it was one of the worst, which I think is fascinating, one of the worst ones ever. One of the worst ones, most comprehensive ones ever. And so Tyler has kind of gotten involved, and he's getting a big dose of reality. And so I just wanted him to come on and kind of talk about what he's found out and what's been going on in Alabama from just... It's literally just like us. He's not an expert. He's just someone who cares. Welcome to the program, Tyler. I hope you're well. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. And, and like, like Allison was saying, um, and I think most of us just woke up one day in the pandemic uh, doing all the COVID stuff and that election stuff. And it's like, something's not right. 
and you know, just start paying attention to things in the local community and also things going on at school. And, um, you know, one thing led to another. And, um, that's kind of how it kind of got involved with watching what's going on in Montgomery. So. Right. So what, okay, you... You started getting involved, really, it was the election integrity stuff is what got you going in COVID and what was going on in your schools. How did you get involved with all the gambling stuff? I mean, when did you realize, because we've talked about gambling in Alabama for years. It's been on uh, the ballots and the people have voted it down since, what, 1990, Scott? I, you're no, not that way, old forever. I mean, forever. And for some reason, our leadership keeps thinking that this is something that the people really want, even though we've said no. How did you get involved in what? Kind of tell us where we are in all of this right now. So the, the back story, how I got involved, is, um, and what really what pulled me all in, really, was I think you sitting my wife's chair that day, and I contacted a new self-casual, which ran a lot of the numbers around the country about the election integrity thing. Um, that's how you and I got connected. And we, we brought him into town so he could explain his foundings to the people and understand what was going on. And that, that was kind of what woke up the Republican Party because we got a bunch of pushback from asking the questions and raising the hands because people were starting to hold back donations to the party here locally in the Chelsea County, Jersey County area because people were not confident in their votes. And so... That's what brought the forefront of the whole election integrity thing to, to light. So now you fast forward to where we're at today. Uh, I wanted to get involved. How, how can I get, I don't want to be a politician. I don't want to go to Montgomery. I don't want to go to DC, but how can I get involved and really make a difference? And that's where, you know, joining some of these grassroots efforts like local Eagle forum and some of the other ones that are out there, or even, uh, uh, even joining like the executive committees. So you got like the Jefferson County Executive Committee, which I'm a part of, the state executive committee, which you're a part of. And there's some, uh, you know, that's where, that's where the, the state politics, the county politics are kind of formed and are birthed out of these uh, organizations. So I got involved and then I started seeing things and hearing things. So now fast forward to now, we got this gambling bill. And it seems like every single session, every single session, we are talking about gambling. It's the most frustrating thing because, especially during COVID, when Governor Ivey was up there, shut down our, our businesses, shut down our schools, wouldn't let people reopen and go back to work and just drug this thing out for so long. And we had to send, I forgot how many people, three or 400 people had to go to, to Montgomery just to beg for them, our representatives, to beg them to push back on some of these vaccine things that was coming down on us, uh, some of these COVID policies. They weren't even going to talk about this stuff, but instead, they were down there talking about gambling. And it's so frustrating because, from my understanding, is that the Republicans in the state of Alabama, they tout themselves as we're the most conservative party in the union, and we have the largest Alabama, uh, Alabama has the largest uh, Republican Party, and I think that's including the executive parties and all that, but we have the largest influence, largest party in the country, and we talk like we are the most conservative, but we're down here talking about gambling, on and on, and this book, this bill that we have right now has got so much momentum behind it, 
and it is so scary when you really break it down, and we'll talk about that today. But this ha- this this bill is going through the committee, and I think that's something we also need to talk to. Also, is the processes and who's involved, and understand like if we're the Republican Party, how is this stuff even making it to the floor for a vote, or even making it out of committee to even have a vote, or why is the governor standing up in front of the public and saying, "Hey, we just need to let the people vote," you know, like. No, but is it it? And we kind of teased this. I don't know if you were listening before, but that's why Kellyanne Conway was in town uh, Monday and Tuesday, and she spoke about that at the dinner. And is that what you're hearing as well? That she came down to lobby our legislature and on behalf because she and the governor are obviously tight. They Mm -hmm. she talked about the governor and their relationship for a long time. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're hearing? That that's why Kellyanne was here to lobby the legislature. On and to support I, gambling? I can tell you, I know the person's plane that flew her down through connections, people I know, and flew her back up. And they are livid to find out that she was flown down here early to talk about gambling. So she came in early. Uh, there was a breakfast meeting. I'm sure there was other meetings. But this weekend when I was talking to my representative that I ran into, what I found out was that Kellyanne Conway came down and there was two meetings going on for, I don't know if it was just Republicans or for the legislation. And I had Republican counterparts that I talked to said, oh, there's two meetings. Like, they had no idea there were two meetings. And it was, it was specifically... Hey, Tyler, we've got to take a break real quick. But on the other side, I want you to talk about the resolution that you wrote. Uh, You're listening to Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. The ladies of Liberty are here as well. Tower Thrasher is with us talking a little bit of, well, the number one most important issue in the state of Alabama, at least according to our elected officials, is gambling. Because that will fix all of our problems. Even the people who are for it, do they really think it's going to fix our problems? You know what I'm saying? It'll fix their money problems. I think that's... And that's it. Are you talking about legislators? No, I'm talking about regular people. No, they don't understand that even if you're for it, there's a... Maybe there's a bad way and maybe there's a less Less bad bad way. way of doing gambling. And this is like the worst possible way. And so Tyler, who ran and was elected to the state executive committee for the Republican Party, mm-hmm. decided to write up a resolution. Okay. Which, you know... I've you, done before. You, you write a resolution, mm-hmm. you submit it to the steering committee, and, and it's a resolution... The steering votes whether or not it goes out to the whole executive committee to vote on the whole nine yards. I've, I've had some of those that... Well, when the, when the state executive committee decided it was against Amendment 1, Bob Riley was a new governor, and... Um, most of the conservatives were against it. We had a resolution done. It made it out of the steering. This is the old days. What's what's when, Amendment One? Amendment One was the largest tax increase in state history. Two, oh. Was it two billion? I don't know what it was. It was a lot of money. We just called him Billion Dollar Bob. So mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was one billion. But think of the difference in the state party, the steering committee, and the executive committee when they were willing to go on principle. And have a resolution opposing the governor's position on taxes, which was reflect the people of the state were opposed to it too. I mean that that took some, uh, you know. 
Apparently, that that's not stand. happening today. Right. Because, Tyler, what happened with your uh, gambling resolution? Yeah, so and we got a lot of packed in here. I'm going to move pretty quick. But, okay. Uh, I, I, I presented a resolution basically saying that the Republican Party, we're, we're not, we're not going to talk, discuss, do anything with gambling. Like, we have other issues. And so it didn't make it out of the committee. So it didn't make it to the floor for uh, the executive party to uh, vote on it. And the so, wait, 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 Tyler, much, Tyler. So your resolution yeah. didn't say this is a terrible plan. It just said, hey, look, we need to be doing other things before we were messing around with gambling, basically. I wasn't in the room. So I don't know what the conversation was. I just know that the Republican uh, executive committee cannot pass a resolution to say that gambling is not worth our time. Mm. That's all I can say. And, and normally, normally I, I wouldn't bring these matters up, you know, outside the walls or whatever. But this is such a 911 right now because mm. of the momentum. You, you've got every force in Montgomery right now pushing this legislation. And what's in this legislation is they're, they're going to open up up to 10 casinos in our state. And there's four counties that's listed where they have casino license. All right, so I live in Birmingham, not too far from the horse track. That's definitely going to be the Jefferson County is was supposed to have just one in the Birmingham area. Well, now the Port Street Indians have got in and have requested that one of the licenses actually comes back into Birmingham. So Jefferson County inside the Birmingham city limits could have two casinos open up. And my guess is that they would put that up closer to Gardendale, Fultondale, or either just north of the Civic Center, that's just my guess. Mm-hmm. But, all right, but there's there's more than this bill just that. So we're going to have casinos pop up everywhere. This isn't your grandma's gambling bill. This isn't what you think, coin spots, all that. The big thing on this also, not only will you have all those casino licenses up and up, you're also going to have online gambling coming straight to your phones. So right now, there there's a pandemic, and what y'all referenced to earlier, there's a 60-minute video, I think it was out last week, and they're talking about this pandemic with online gambling. It really hits the uh, guys, males, between age 24 and 35. And there is a pandemic right now, major addiction, where AI is now involved with gambling. And you can get you can get these uh, apps on your phone, and you can make bets like last night, for an example. You could probably bet on... Will this drive score a touchdown? Will this drive score a field goal? Like, the information is coming so fast from AI that they can put together betting all around the world on nothing. Like, matches like that don't instantaneous, mean reality, real time. Highly super addictive. So, what, what, what our politicians are saying right now is that in order to raise funds for our state, we are willing to prey on people with high addictive qualities because AI and these companies like FanDuel and these companies that have these out, they have so much data. It's just like any marketing company or anything. We are so data rich in this company and they marketing companies know how to touch the person, what will make that person react, how much will they spend on this item and all mm-hmm. this. So they have all this data to go and attack these people on their phones and they know what will trigger them to throw a bet. So what our politicians are saying, all right, and I want to be clear, 
we have some we have some warriors in the trenches that are fighting back, and we need more people in the trenches fighting back. Because a lot of people are saying, "I will vote no," but they're afraid to stand up. All right, so we need people in the in the trenches to stand up. Because right now, if we pass this bill, not only will our Republican Party and our state be morally bankrupt, and they're passing something that's completely unethical to take advantage of people that are in these situations that are highly addictive. But the other thing is in this bill, the control and the people that would make the committees that we set up and the power and the control of the governor. So you have to sit here and think, even if you like gambling, I support gambling. All right. I want you to sit back and think for a second. If we had 10 casinos, billions of billions of dollars coming into our state, do you think you will have control of your party? Do you think you will have control of your governor? Do you think you will have control of any of your representatives that's making decisions about your schools, making decisions about your health care, your jobs, health crises, vaccines, all that stuff? Do you think for a minute you will have any say-so over your governor that is going to be completely controlled and picked out by the gambling resolutions? If you don't believe me, ask anybody involved with politics in Mississippi. You cannot get anything pushed through without the blessing of the gambling legislation, whatever. So what we need to do moving forward is we need to encourage our legislators. Don't attack these guys because you do have some warriors out there. But we need to encourage them to not only vote no, but also stand up. So this is going through committee, I think, today. So what that means is that we have a group of people that decide on what bills, and they argue back and forth what's in the bill, and then they push it out, they approve it, and then it goes to the floor. All right, so this is in the House. It will probably be voted on in the House Thursday. It looks like it's going to pass the House. And then it will go to the Senate, and the Senate will have to vote on it. And right now we have a small margin in the Senate, but there's still time for all these lobbyists and all these bills to go down that they can still flip the Senate. So Yeah, I heard that we like need 21 one. yay votes in the Senate, and they have 19 for it. Yes. So yes. we We're can't take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and, and I'm going to tell ahead. you, too, what I'm hearing and from what, what they're telling me in private conversations, they're just about every single lobbyist in Montgomery is pushing this, and there is so much pressure being put on these representatives that that's why some of them are caving. And so they need to hear, and I heard this from more than one person, they are not hearing from the gambling, anti-gambling people, but they are hearing from the pro-gambling. And I told them, the reason you're not hearing from us is because we've been saying no, no, no. And y'all been saying no, no, no all this time that we don't think we have to say anything. Tyler, so right we got to go, buddy. Ever. We appreciate the work you're doing, right. man. Tyler, thanks. Right. Call your people. Thanks, Tyler. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. The ladies of Liberty are here. Um, Tyler Thrasher was interesting, and, and I wish, I don't know, I wish we could talk to talk to folks more about getting involved, but but when they start to see how things work, I know it is frustrating, but, but he was making the point, and that we all need to remember this, even if we're for it, we think we're for it, um, 
He's telling the truth about Mississippi and, and other states. Once you empower people, if you give someone the way to, and I'm going to be honest, gambling is quote-unquote easy money because the house wins. <laughs> That's just the way it is. You, you're, not, you're not going right. out and buying, you know, you're not... You're not uh, digging up iron ore and smelting it and, you know, and then getting the blast furnace out and then making iron and selling the iron and somebody else is going to use the iron and they're going to bring rubber in and make tires. And you're not, you're not putting all this stuff together. You've got this very simple model and the house wins. You take, you take people's money. That's what, that's what it is about. It's not about whether or not you can be a winner too. It's about they're going to take your money. They're going to take most people's money. That's the, that's the way it is. That is the business. And very powerful groups, when, when they are very powerful, legislators tend to have to ask them for permission to be able to do something. Hey, are you for this? And, and, it, and it'll turn out to be that it's any economic incentive package all kinds of policies. They will they will play in things that really don't affect their business because they can. And people say, well, no, Scott, that's not the way it is. No, that is absolutely the way it is. And here's, here's my example of how you could know that. For people who are a little bit older, remember back, I don't know, maybe 15 years. There was no talk in the Alabama legislature about what the Porch Creek Indians thought about anything. No one cared. Maybe 20 years. And then when the Porch Creek Indians managed through to wrangle through federal courts and, and frankly, state government who turned a blind eye early, maybe for good reason, or maybe for certain reasons, and they began to make hundreds of millions of dollars, it is a smart move for them from a business standpoint, a strategic standpoint, to take you and say, hey, you know what? We'll take some of these millions and we'll start playing in legislative races. We'll start playing in the governor's races. And all of a sudden, they became a powerful entity. And that is what occurs when you do these kinds of things. So if we're okay with having to ask the gambling interest what we can and cannot do, very similar to the situation you said where the legislator at the, at the winter dinner thanked Kay Ivey for a bill that was about, hey, let's have a place where if someone's going to abandon their child, don't just throw it in a dumpster, put it here and somebody can save its life. Yep. If, if that kind of thing has to be run by the governor, we should easily be able to tell that any sort of legislation will have to be run by whoever the gambling interests are. And that's just the way it is. I mean, think about it. You think about anything. There's two roads that need to be paved. One's on the way to the casino, and the other one's by your house. Which one's getting paved? That one. You've got you've to expand an interstate. Which one gets expanded first? The one that gives easier access to the casino. That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. And we, we're going to take our own money. We, the people, take our money, give it to them at the casino, and then they're going to use our money against us in the legislature. Is, uh, that, am I, am I, is there anything where I'm missing it at all, no. as painful as it sounds? It's very painful. And, you know, last week we talked about, well, what, what is the... 
what does the Bible have to say about this? Mm-hmm. I mean, because we are still a state that has a lot of churches. Right. And a lot of people who were there yesterday mm-hmm. trying to figure out what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Um, but it talks about that the plans of the diligent lead to abundance, but everybody who's hasty comes only to poverty. You are praying, I love what Tyler said, you're praying upon people's weaknesses, and that's evil. And so now you're asking the state government government, to bless what's wicked. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? Whether I want to do it or not. There's that's plenty right. of things I want to do that is not good for me. That's right. And that God says, don't do it. It doesn't mean I don't that I don't want to do it. That's right. But I shouldn't. We got to take a break.